Welcome and thanks for tuning in to Real People, Real Talk. Relevant conversations that take you from surviving to thriving. This is the podcast that goes there. My name is Paul Calco and I'm your host. Now let's talk. Welcome to episode one of Real People, Real Talk. Uh, we have recorded this podcast on May 23rd, just to give it some context. Friends, in this episode, we're going to provide you with basically a stress management starter kit, as we are all trying to just cope with this thing called COVID. Um, today, I'm super excited. I have a special guest and a friend, um, Nicole Brown, uh, from my home state. She's from Meridian, Mississippi. She is a graduate of the one and only Mississippi College. Shout out to the Choctaws. Um, she also has a master's in leadership with a concentration in human resources. She is a learning and engagement specialist. She has done seminars on stress and self-care management and excited to have her on board. As you may know, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And oftentimes mental health comes with like a stigma and it can be the elephant. It can be the elephant in the room um, at church. But today we're just going to have an open and honest conversation um, about it because we are all experiencing and pretty much an unanticipated traumatic traumatic event collectively. So the first question I want to start off with, um, Nicole, um, how has your life changed since COVID? Um, my life has changed. It hasn't changed a lot, but I think the one thing that has changed is my perspective on life. Um, I'm still able to work from home, and so none of that has been disrupted. But um, I can definitely say that we really have to take this one day at a time or I have to take it one day at a time because I was getting too far ahead of myself. And this whole experience of being at home, God has really shown that he really does have the entire world in his hands and he makes the say so of what we can and are able to do. And so literally I'm just pressing into him and just, he's just telling me, take it one day at a time. He's giving me all the resources I need for today. And we'll worry about the next day when the next day gets here. Exactly. I feel that um, same here. Just started working from home. For those that don't know, I'm a young adult pastor out here in Houston, Texas. I work with college students and young adults. And it has changed for me. I'm used to being around people, um, having one on ones, talking through life, talking, giving them scriptures and just helping them. So this has been tough on uh, me as well. You, you hit a key word. Our life has really been interrupted and disrupted. I want to hear your thoughts on this, but really we're we're dealing with grief. Um, for example, uh, people are really dying. They're, they're dying from COVID and we can't even have proper funerals to bury. Usually um, when we have a funeral, that's a time where we, we celebrate their life and we mourn collectively, but we can't even do that now. Um, people are experiencing grief over um, plans and celebrations. Man, imagine not being able to celebrate your wedding um, during this time or a graduation or birthday. And then myself personally, I'm on a lesser level, but, you know, it means a lot to me. I'm grieving the summer plans. That's with the specific mm-hmm. job that I have and the specific job that my my wife have been a teacher. Summer is when we get our miles in road trips. We go places, but I'm grieving the loss of that. Um, Nicole, would you want to speak to that? Just how life has been interrupted and disrupted? Yes, especially with death. We've had um, my mom lost her best friend. In the past, in this recent past week, we've lost a really close family member and church member. And not only are we grieving that, but we're also grieving that we can't be there for the families, like physically. 
um, and just the whole thing with going to services, it's all, it's just so different. And so I really think we're going to have to grieve this process because it's so different for us. And then just the, I know some people are grieving financially right now. Some are not as fortunate as we are where we're able to continue our work from home. And I don't take that for granted or I'm more appreciative of my job right now, but I know some are mourning financially just because they're having to take a huge loss right now. That's, that's a good point, man. I want to ask you this as well. Like what has stressed you out the most during this COVID season? I think, as I mentioned earlier, I think just a sense of not knowing what's going to happen in the future. Um, And if you really think about it, about the rest of 2020, you know, it's crazy that we went into 2020, like, you know, a new decade, you know, things are going to be up. We're going to be doing all the things. And now, you know, we're at home and not we don't know what next month is going to look like. We really don't even know what next week is going to look like. Um, I have noticed that with the news, I've had to limit myself to only watching it once a day, but Good things point. are changing every single day. And it's crazy. And you just really have to just lean in, lean into the goodness of God, just so that um, he's given us everything we need for today. Amen. And we just need to get through today and we'll worry about tomorrow when we wake up and see tomorrow, if it's the Lord's will. <laughs> Okay, man, similar to you, man, what something that's really stressed me out is in my personality. It's my lack of routine. Like every day feels the same. Like, I don't know if it's Monday or Friday, because in my regular routine, I had, you know, certain things. Like, okay, I know today is Thursday because I got Thursday night Bible study. I know today is Sunday because I'm about to go um, and worship. Another thing that's really has stressed me out and the Lord has helped me to deal with is just a sense of being in control. Like I'm the type of person, I have a planner, I have a to-do list. I know what we're going to eat almost um, the entire week. I have everything's planned out. And the Lord was showing me and reminding me that, Paul, you was never in control in the first place. So in this season, I've really been learning just to depend, to depend on God. I mean, this, this thing that we're going through, it didn't, it wasn't like God was on the throne, like, oh, COVID, I don't know what to do. Like he, he know what's going on. He is sovereign. Mm-hmm. He is faithful. Um, but also, you know, had doubts about money. Uh, just, I'm lucky that I still have a job now, but just looking towards the future. But, Nicole, you made a great point. It just said we just need to live in the day. It, rem- it reminds me when um, if you was to read like the Old Testament, God gives people manna. It was something they should eat on a daily basis and just take one day um, at a time. So we just wanted to start off with those couple of questions, get you acclimated with our guests. Uh, once again, Nicole Brown here, and we are going to give you a stress management starter kit. So the first thing that we're going to talk about is self-awareness. Nicole, what you want to talk about on now? Um, I think definitely during this time, I think if we really can tune in to what, how we're feeling every day, again, this is not the normal that we're going through. This is different. This is all, we're all walking through this together, like you said, Paul, collectively. And if you're not feeling okay for one day, that's okay. If you're feeling great one day, that's great. But acknowledge your feelings and don't be ashamed that you're, that you're emotional all over the place because everyone's easy, emotion is all over the place. Um, and that's where resources come in. That's where education comes in to kind of navigate you through that. Yeah, Nicole, you said exactly what I wanted to say, man. We just want want to let you guys know out there, it's okay not to be okay. I've heard the term like to sit in your feelings and sit in your emotions. Like it's okay to feel those things because this is tough. This is the buzzword, one of the buzzwords. We're living in unprecedented times. 
a new normal is here and here to stay. So the first thing as we get into the stress management kit, starter kit, like just be self-aware. Then we want to also tackle another buzzword. We'll talk about self-care. The second thing I want to talk about is self-care. That's the practice of basically just taking an active role and protecting one's own well-being and happiness in just particular periods of stress. Like for myself personally, I know it's ladies first, but I go first this time if my friend doesn't mind. Um, journaling. <laughs> Journaling is a way, is one of the ways that I participate in self-care. There's a couple of ways that you can journal, um, such as a gratitude journal, where you're listing the things that you're grateful for. Uh, this can help you develop a, a more positive attitude and a more positive um, outlook on life. Um, another way that you can journal is a vent journal. This will basically you vent through your journal and it helps to express your pain, uh, your painful emotions in a healthy way. But for myself personally, I do a blended method of this. I would chronicle um, what's going on in my day. And now as things has, you know, carried on, I chronicle things just like throughout the week. So sometimes it's with gratitude, just naming out some things that I'm grateful for. Sometimes it's venting and just letting the Lord, you know, I'm upset and angry about different things. And God is big enough to handle like all mm-hmm. of our feelings. And so journaling, man, come on, give me an amen over there. But this ain't no amen. church podcast. Here we go. Y'all. Journaling, it will help you just to gain clarity, um, to process your thoughts and to raise, even to raise um, your, your self-awareness, like the number one thing uh, that we talked about. And for example, um, earlier this year, I went back and read my journals from previous years, 2019, 2018, 2017. And it was so cool just to see like all throughout those up and downs of the year, I saw, I gained some clarity of things that I constantly doubt about, that I'm anxious about, and really just brought a lot of self-awareness. But it also was a moment of um, gratitude and worship. I'm like, all right, I remember stressing about this test or stressing mm-hmm. about this bill and God worked it out. So the same way journaling is a good thing for me, I would just encourage you to, to try it. So Nicole, what about you? What are some things you do for self-care? First, I like to start with like self-care. I always throw a disclaimer out there when I talk about self-care because it is not a one size fits all routine. You're going to have to, again, it goes back to self-awareness. What brings you joy? What brings you peace? What are some things that you enjoy doing? You have to find a routine that works for you. Everybody's routine is different, but you've got to find what you love, carve it out of your schedule and stick to it. Um, A lot of people like to do physical activity, like running. Journaling is awesome. Um, I'm going to pause and come back to journaling, but um, yoga, meditation, ladies out there, sometimes just Sunday self-care, if you've heard that term, throw a mask on, um, do your nails, do something fun. One of the things that I like to do is go to Sonics and Paul, we can have a whole nother discussion about self-care and how we can help people customize their own self-care routine. But I like to go to Sonics once a month and I would just park in the stall, order my favorite slushy, slushy, which is a cranberry slush with added peach flavor for anyone out there. Um, and then I'll just throw on either like a self, a self-help podcast and just kind of listen to that. And sometimes it could be just like one of those fun podcasts. If I'm feeling very overwhelmed, I just like to just do a brain dump and not listen to anything, but just kind of sit there and give myself an hour just to do a complete brain dump. Back to journaling, I think everyone during COVID needs to journal because how cool and awesome it's going to be for our children or our children's children 
to read back on what we've been living through right now and just seeing God's faithfulness through all of that. And Paul, I love how you mentioned that sometimes you just like to vent out to God and just say, hey, I'm angry about this. And you're right. He is able to handle all of that. He wants us to come to him. You know, before we go to anybody else, we need to go to him. And whether you're anxious or overwhelmed or angry or um, anxiety is rising, go to him because he can handle all that. And don't feel bad about it because you got to get it out of you. You're exactly right. So as you guys know, the name is podcast is real people, real talk. Nicole is a close friend of mine. So I'm gonna keep it real. Um, sometimes black people like to put a, put an S on everything. It's Sonic and not Sonics, but moving right along, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. moving right along, you know, real people, real talk. Um, <laughs> you, you hit the nail on the head, man. Self care is personal. I'm going to do another episode on that. And one other thing, self-care is like super personal. And one of the things that I do, and it's, it's just my personality that really brings me peace, is cleaning. Like taking something from dirty to clean, taking something from disorganized to organized just brings me so much peace and gives me like a sense of um, accomplishments. Um, I like to declutter. I like to organize. And so that's just me. So find what works for you. Um, the third thing that we want to talk about is really just in this season, as we're trying to cope with COVID, we want to encourage you to lean into your relationships. Hashtag communication. Now, we're going through social distance here, but social distance does not have to mean social isolation. Um, Nicole, what would you add to that? Um, definitely agree. Do not isolate yourself. Um, I know those that are working from home, you may s- seem to feel like, If I have one more Zoom meeting, I'm going to scream. And so um, just kind of be mindful of that. Right now, I'm actually living at home with my parents during COVID. And so it's been very interesting being with my parents 24-7 back to back. And so, but still that communication, we've been communicating um, on another different level, which is a good level, which we probably would never have experienced if it wasn't for COVID. So there's some good in that. But definitely, um, if some if somebody drops in your spirit one day, go ahead and just send them a, a, a quick text message and say, hey, just checking on you. How are you? How are your family? Um, but keep those communications going. And even after quarantine, after we're, after everything's is kind of back to normal, keep up that same communication uh, with those that you've kept up with during COVID. But definitely utilize all the resources with social media, share fun pictures on social media. So your friends or family that are close to you can still kind of have a sense of being there with you. Um, another thing that I've been love seeing on social media is the drive-by parades for birthdays, mm-hmm. graduations, and all of that. So that's been kind of fun. So I hope that even continues after COVID. So I think during this time, there's been a lot of different and new creative ways to keep in contact with people. And we don't need to just sleep on this. Like we really need to keep this up even after COVID. Exactly, man. It's been so awesome just seeing um, the creativity that this crisis has has brought forth. I would just echo that, man. Stay connected. Um, be intentional. Like FaceTime your family. FaceTime your friends. Um, my wife uses this app called the Duo app. And one time we was walking, um, they had like this joint call with at least 20 members of our family on all on the duo app. And I don't oh, know wow. what was, I don't know what was being said, but all I heard was a lot of laughter and that just brought so much joy to my wife. And I also brought um, joy to me just on there sharing jokes and laughing. So um, one thing 
one of the ways I've leaned in some of the relationships is with my parents. Like I FaceTimed them and basically, basically did like a, well, they did a virtual cooking lesson uh, for me. I was like, I got this extra, I got this extra time at home. I'm not going out to movies, not going out to eat. Uh, what can I do productive at home? And also a form of self-care. I've learned to cook. I learned to grill. I do some good, some good ribs. So my dad was telling me, you know, what to do, um, to put the rub on there, to put in the oven before you put it on the grill. Then he was telling me about his famous uh, baked beans that he make, his famous macaroni and cheese, and my mom's favorite um, potato salad. I'm slick getting hungry. But that was just one of the ways <laughs> I could have easily Googled how to do those things. But I mm-hmm. leaned into the relationships. I FaceTimed my parents, and, man, they just enjoyed just seeing me and being a part of my life in that way. Another way with some of my um, college students and young adults that I minister to, I would play this game that we love to play um, called Scategories. And we found a way that we can do it online. Just I just Googled online Scategories. We got in Zoom. We shared the screen and we had a good time. And so just as we're talking about leaning into your relationships, man, friendships, relationships, honest conversations, um, community is so vital to have in your life, mm-hmm. man. You really need people in your life that you can take the mask off and just keep it 100. Not like um, the mask that you may wear at work or even the mask you may wear at church, but you just need some people that can come into your life. They can speak true to your life. They'll weep with you. They'll celebrate with you. You need that. And so the fourth thing that we want to talk about, as I say, this is real people, real talk. And so here we go. I am a firm believer in God. I am a firm believer um, in the Bible. I believe that, you know, God is a healer. I believe he is a miracle worker. I, I don't want to force, you know, my beliefs on anybody, but that's what I believe. The Bible says to old taste and see um, that he is good. If you try him, he won't fail you. And I'm a firm believer of prayer. But sometimes prayer is not enough. Or to say it more positively, sometimes prayer is a starting point, and sometimes we should go beyond that and get professional professional care. Um, what would you say to that, Nicole? I definitely agree, especially in the Black community, because that's the first thing that you would hear when you express to someone that you may need some help, and it's, oh, I thought you were a Christian. Just pray about it, and it'll be over with. But And that would help me back for so long. I actually reached out for um, counseling and therapy probably about four to five years ago. And once I made that first step, which I must admit that every time I tried to make that step, I would just hang up the phone because I got so scared and nervous. But I'm telling you, like, once I did it, I was like, why did I wait so long? Why did I let all the fear and what people would think of me hold me back? But it has been the best thing. And so I preach it all the time to my friends. If you need to get help, it is okay. And it's I don't like to say help or therapist because some people, it may look different for some people. You may just need a life coach. Maybe you're trying to work on some things or figure out some things. You get overwhelmed. So you just need to lay it all out in front of someone and they can kind of help you navigate through some of those things, kind of help you organize through it. So whatever you need, there is there are resources out there um, and it will make you a better person. It'll also help with self-care because, you know, once you deplete your cup, you're not really able to efficient, efficiently like help other people or effectively help other people. So you've got to fill your right. cup up first in order to pour out to others. And because I also went through a time where my cup was constantly empty and I was saying yes to everything. Mm. I was trying to make everybody happy. And once I went to therapy and kind of worked through some of those things with my therapist, I was like, oh, my gosh. 
my cup has been empty all this time. And so I've got to, I've got to carve out time. It goes back to self-care. You've got to carve out that time to do what makes you happy to fill your cup back up so you can effectively go out there and be your best self. That's that's so true. The Bible tells that faith without works is dead. How does it look that we are praying, asking God to help us to lose weight, but we never exercise or we never mm-hmm. eat the right things? Or we're praying for God to heal us mentally, but we won't go to the to the professionals that can help us in this area. Like friends, there's people that's literally professionally trained to help us in the mental health arena, to deal with traumatic events, to deal with depression, to deal with other types of mental illness, um, being um, anxiety. And so I used to do, um, I'm privileged at my church, one of the pastors on staff is the professional counselor. So I would go to him on a monthly basis. And I encourage the young people, uh, the young adults that I minister to, um, to seek after counseling. But now since COVID is happening, I'm going to keep it 100 with you. I upped it. I go and see him mm. and attempt to see him at least twice a month. So went from once a month to seeing him bi-monthly. So the same way that we have doctors to help us out when we're not feeling good in our bodies, or we right. have we have dentists to help us when we have toothaches, God has blessed us with psychiatrists, um, psychologists, um, therapists, um, life coaches to help us in this area. And let me tell you this. I want you to lean in here. Getting help doesn't mean that you're weak. Mm-hmm. getting help doesn't mean that you lack faith. Getting help means that you're human. All right. So yes, pray, but at the same time, seek help. And also, can I add Paul? I'm sorry. Um, with that, make sure if you do have an active prayer life, pray through finding the right therapist too. Mm. I went through, I've been through about three now and I'm finally at one that I'm comfortable with. So just, I'm just throwing that out there just to be completely real, but there may be, you may go to one and not feel comfortable or you're not getting what you're, what's the word I'm looking for. You're not getting what you're going for. And it's okay to Mm. change up until you can find someone that you're comfortable talking with. Yep, exactly. The fifth thing that we want to talk about as we're coping with COVID, we're trying to manage the stress. And in this stress management starter kit, we want to talk about risk. What do what you want to say about risk? I read a study or I did some research and it says that our bodies, we have to take a break. I believe it said every four hours, maybe because we're not, our bodies are not designed to keep functioning, like just back to back to back. So rest is very important. And so one thing that I've talked about with some of our staff is that we give them two breaks plus a lunch break. Even though we're working at home, still utilize your morning break, take your lunch break and take your afternoon break. It'll give your brain a chance to kind of reset and definitely getting at least seven to eight hours of sleep every night. The more sleep you get, your body is resetting. So it's good to go to sleep um, so that your body can reset and get ready for the next day. Um, So, yes, rest is definitely something that should be high priority on your list, especially during COVID, even though we're not um, functioning the same way that we used to function pre-COVID. I still keep my bedtime at 10 o'clock and even it's the weekend, I'm in the bed at 10 o'clock and it could be just because I'm getting older now, but um, I can tell a difference if I stay up to like one o'clock in the morning and try to get up the next day and go and be at my desk for work at eight o'clock. So um, definitely get your rest, aim to get your rest. Um, and that's so it can just reset your mind and your body. 
Man, if you was to look at the word restore, like the first four letters in the word restore is rest. When you rest, you are really entering to a time of restoration. One of the upsides, if I can say that, of this COVID-19 season is the fact that things have slowed down. Mm -hmm. Some of us, some of you, we're moving at a very fast pace from this brunch to this meeting, to this hangout, to this, to this movie, to this assignment, running late here and there. Some of us had too much on our plate and we needed this mental break. We needed this, um, this mental rest. And so one of the things that I'm grateful for trying to see the silver lining here is for the slower pace. Like even God, when he created the heavens and earth in Genesis, God rested on the seventh day. And this is God. He did not need rest. But he chose to rest to give us a model for a healthy mm. rhythm. So I just want to encourage you to rest. And when you think about the words rest, it's coming to mind. Relax, slow down, pause, take a break, unwind, recharge your battery, take it easy, breathe, reflect, and be refreshed. And also, man, one more point on relaxing, man. It's okay to have a day where you do nothing, do nothing productive and not feel guilty about it. For example, today was one of the days I didn't do, do as much. And that's okay. Life is not a productivity contest, all right? And so I really want to encourage you to get some sleep. Me being mean, did some um, study. Just want to give you uh, just some research that getting more sleep, it affects you relationally. Uh, physically and emotionally. If you don't get enough sleep, and we're going to keep it real here, uh, as it relates to your relationships, you're going to be a little irritable. Um, you're probably going to be a little snappy, a little moody. Uh, physically, um, studies show that chronic sleep um, is associated with the increased risk of infection, increased risk of cancer, high blood pressure, high disease, and a few, and a few other I mean, how does he's heart disease and a few other diseases? It also affects you emotionally, as we're talking about today, as May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Sleep would disrupt the brain flow. Let's get a little scientific here. The brain flow of dopamine and serotonin. And these chemicals are closely related to your mood and to your behavior. So I'm going to say it to you like this. Stop sleeping on sleep and get your Z's. Now, rest is more than sleep. And it's more than naps. When I think of rest, think of it as more so a principle that centers on slowing down, listening to your body, managing your calendar or your planner, even though the 2020 plan is probably one of the most um, unused and underutilized purchases of the year. Um, but learning to say no. And, and Nicole, she mentioned this earlier, but maybe. I don't know how many days out of the week, but maybe need to take a break from social media. Maybe need to take a break from news. Please get your rest. Now, health, we look at health from a holistic point of view. We're talking about mental health, but your physical health uh, really has an impact and an influence on your physical health. I'll go first with this one. And exercise has such a positive impact on your mental health. Studies show that exercising will get you in a better mood. It will reduce your stress. Uh, for me, I used to play a lot of basketball uh, with college students and the young adults that I work with. And I will be reminded that I'm in my 30s. I'm no longer a teenager. And so now I haven't had a chance to play basketball. So I started going outside, walking, 
jogging, occasionally even running. I try to go on daily walks. My goal is for 15,000 steps a day, approximately, which are, will get me to approximately 100,000 steps um, in a week. And so doing that exercise time, you know, me liking to be productive, I will listen to podcasts. Like you could be doing this right now, listen to Real People Real Talk as you're out on your walk. Um, I would do some calls to family members or friends or texts kind of to check on people. And sometimes even I slow down to a walking pace and do my Bible study. And so, like, like I say, self-care, um, just like, and also physical health is personal. Maybe you don't like to walk. Maybe you have a treadmill at your house and you can do that, or you want to lift some weights. Do what works for you. And the code in the area of, um, uh, in the physical arena, what do you do? So, you know how they say when you exercise, it releases endorphins and endorphins make you happy. Um, so I definitely mm-hmm. agree with getting moving, get to moving. Um, a lot of people to reduce stress, they will meditate, they'll do yoga, they'll go running. Again, this is an area that is not a one size fits all. Again, you have to find something that you're going to love to do that's going to get you moving mm-hmm. and that you're going to keep it up. And so for me right now, being real with COVID, I love doing TikTok dances. And so twice what? a day, I get on my TikTok. I made a couple of videos. I'm at to drop my my TikTok handle um, so y'all can see the shame dances I be doing. But um, it really does boost your mood. And it I sweat doing these dances because there are some really high intensity dances out there on TikTok if you have not watched some of them. So that's been really fun for me to kind of um, kind of detox away from work a little bit. I've also enjoyed being outside more which I've never loved the outdoors as much now. Um, And so taking a walk, like Paul said, and turning on a podcast or listening to some music, but definitely find something that you're going to enjoy and that's going to make you feel good. Um, And go ahead and release those endorphins and you're going to be happy. Exactly. As it relates to your physical fitness, um, personalize, contextualize it. What works for you? You can do a TikTok dance. You can do a walk. You can uh, do some some weights, uh, do whatever, yoga. but yoga, but get to moving. Don't, don't. I remember in college, they told us about the freshman 15. I didn't gain that, but I did, um, gain a sophomore 20. Don't come out of COVID, you know, with extra, extra weight. All right. If it, if you can help it. okay. The COVID 15, man. Um, I'm gonna pause and say this. I remember went to the grocery store, man, I got all my favorites and all the weight I had lost at the beginning of the year. I gained it all back. So I'm saying this from experience, man. Get out, get off the couch, get out the bed, um, go walking. Why would you eat? Still enjoy it. Now, I don't deprive myself of anything, but all things in moderation. And of course, like the final part um, of this list of the stress management starter kit, um, spiritually, um, anytime I would preach sermons in this area, I always give the big three that I'm going to let Nicole have the last word on that. But, and it may be similar to what I'm about to say, but um, church. Now, the church building, your church building may be closed, but the church is still open um, to do life together, to worship together. And so um, it's been cool to see how churches have been so creative that churches that never have done an online service before um, over the last two months, they've become um, an online church and had an online presence. It's been so cool. Uh, I remember when this first started, I look on my Facebook feed and just see so many people just sharing uh, videos from their their church's worship service. So, man, get connected to a church, uh, online church, maybe virtual life groups. I know it's not not the same, 
but doing virtual life groups, just get you in groups of just um, smaller groups and just connect with people and just have some community. And of course, we mentioned earlier prayer. I mean, talk to God. The, the cool thing about prayer is that this is a, a time, it's a conversation that you can lay your burdens at the feet of Jesus and allow him to handle uh, what's going on in your life. Then, of course, man, read your Bible, man. As I've been reading my word this week, I, just, I have just been reminded about the faithfulness and the sovereignty mm-hmm. of God, that even when things look bad, God promises us that he would never leave us or forsake us. Um, the people of God, the children of Israel, they was going through um, a famine in Genesis. I mean, we're not going through a famine, but we're going through a pandemic. And so God um, protected them and cared for them in the middle of that famine. And the same God that is able to care for them and to provide for them in the middle of a famine, he's able to care for us and to provide for us in the middle of a pandemic. And even to add a social element as it relates to spirituality and the Bible, I want to encourage you to get on the Bible app, the YouVersion um, Bible app. And do a reading plan with a friend where you guys can be reading the same thing. You can make comments and that will keep you spiritually connected with God, first and foremost, and also keep you connected with, with a friend. Nicole, any anything you would add to that? I know it kind of took like the main ones, but anything would you add to that? I agree with everything that you mentioned. And I'm just been so amazed by the technology since COVID. Um Everything is at your fingertips right now. So there are resources out there and available and are free for everyone to take advantage of and just plug it into. If you don't have a church home, feel free to reach out to me or Paul. I'm sure we can get you um, connected to our churches virtually or recommend some other churches that are in your area. But you can definitely get on Facebook and just see so many different churches that are online that you can get plugged into. And it's kind of fun to um, get your household involved if you're not by yourself. Um, Get the whole family to watch church together. Get the whole family to join a small group together. Don't be afraid to to utilize this time to connect even on a deeper relationship with your family and just pull them closer to Christ with you. Exactly, man. So we just wanted to come on here and just offer some encouragement, man. I know things are rough, but there is light at the end of the tunnel. No matter how long that tunnel may be, we know that God is faithful and God is sovereign. And so the seven keys that we just wanted to share with you, number one, just self-awareness. It's okay not to be okay. Uh, Self-care, get you an intentional plan that works for you, whether it's yoga, whether it's cooking, whether it's walking, et cetera. Number three, lean into your relationships, man. FaceTime, calls, Zoom, send notes. Um, And the fourth part is like seek after counseling. It's okay. Counseling, therapy, it's not a bad word, okay? And so we pray. I say it like this. I pray and I go to counseling. The fifth Mm -hmm. thing is to get your rest, all right? Slow down because rest restores. Number six was to exercise whatever, you know, whatever floats your boats, as the old people say, get some exercise and get moving. And then seven, connect with God. Um, part of health is spiritual, um, is, is spiritual, spiritual health. And so this concludes our first episode, man. I just want to thank you so much, um, Nicole, our guest today, Nicole Brown, for just sharing with us, sharing it from your heart, sharing it from your mind. Um, also, as I'm doing a thank you, just want to shout out my wife, Ariel. She designed the graphic for this podcast. And I also want to do a special thanks to Lil Byron for the dope beat that started off this podcast. So the next episode that we're going to do, 
Um, I am a huge Michael Jordan fan. And so the next episode that we're going to do is life lessons from the last dance. And then once we do that episode, we're going to get right back into our mental health series and we're going to discuss self-care. So that's going to be a podcast that you do not want to miss. And so final thought is this. Taking care of your mental health is an investment, not an expense. I leave you with the scripture. Third John one, two says this, dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along well. Thank you so much for joining us today on Real People, Real Talk.